friend of the show, Frank the Crank, the pride of Saipan. How are you doing, mate? Very good. Very, very, very good. Thanks, Kev, for having me again, bro. No worries. No worries. Obviously, we're, we're, we're broadcasting from Casa del Frank. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're not, we're not, a, like the last time there was a shitload of wind, you know, like we're uh, good. We're that's, good. That's great, mate. The, the piano there, are you, a, are you a musician, mate? Is that, is that on your end or, or the, the wifey? <laughs> no, just a wifey, dude. So yeah, so it's actually kind of cool. Like I'll just be doing work here. Yeah. And then she'll be kind of like, uh, she'll be getting back into playing. Dude, she can freaking jam on You're the piano. Right. Yep. Yeah, so I, I'll add that to one of my vlogs when I when I have like one of my vlogs come out. But uh, yeah, so should be that, and then the kids would be like on the couch, yep. on this little like sofa right here, climbing yep. in and jumping in. So yeah, that's that's how we kind of end the night. <laughs> yeah, nice one, nice one. Any any tunes that, that you guys specifically end up towards, or is it just whatever's happening? Say it one more time. So any specific tunes that you guys play, or is it just w w whatever's happening? Dude, no man, she's she's like just really she's like all into like, man, I don't even know the names, bro. Like all that classical Mozart kind of stuff, dude. Yep. Like Claire de Lune. Like I'm like, yo, I'm I'm learning about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, nice one, awesome, mate. I'll, I'll tell you an interesting one. I uh I saw the Instagram post that you put about you know your mom shaving your dad's hair and it gave me a little bit of a oh, chuckle yeah. because I, i've recently undergone the same thing over here <laughs> <laughs> you got the quarantine haircut like me bro. oh mate i love it look at that <laughs> i you think know, that that's that's one thing that i totally didn't even realize that yeah. uh that all haircut places are you know all barbers are closed you know yeah. like man that leaves a lot of people dude my wife she had to do like she had to go on youtube like those diy like how to cut her hair yeah and it was actually pretty dope yeah it's interesting so in in australia over here we actually so we, we still have them open but uh there's obviously the social distancing rule so you literally have to stay outside and wait and i was having none of that and there's something very liberating every year i i do shave my head but not not all the way bald there's something very liberating about waking up and not having to to worry about all that nonsense so i'm like if you're ever going to do it now is the time welcome to my life bro <laughs> <laughs> sounds good mate look uh Obviously, since we had last had a chat, there's, there's a, the world's completely a, a different place. In early March, you were in California training, you know, for, for your next fight. And then all this COVID stuff starts hitting the fan. Um, and then voila, you, you, you're back at home. Tell us how, the, how this happened and, and, and how, how did this whole manifest itself out? Yeah, so <clears throat> I was out. Oh, so, so the last time we talked or we, we spoke right now, so getting ready to go to California. Sure. Um, no, no idea yet of who I was fighting. Yep. Uh, kind of had an idea that I would be fighting around that time frame was either UFC Portland or the, I don't even know, was that Columbus card that I was supposed to fight on? I believe so. Yeah. Lincoln. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, so and we didn't know it was more, we're more leaning toward the UFC Portland card. I got out there, uh, Chris. Christos Giagos got injured. Yep. Um, we're managed by the same guy, uh, Jason House in Iridium Sports. And as soon as we found out, I, I spoke to my coach, to Coach Yama and Jason House. And I was like, yo, man, dude, throw me in, bro. Throw me in. Come on. You know? So, uh, so yeah, so we so we got that fight and we locked that in. Um, yeah. And then it just, you know, uh, Corona, corona was, was still going on. And then it just spread like wildfire, you know, like in like, like a week. Yep. It just went boom everywhere, you know, and things just started getting weird in California. Uh, people were buying, <laughs> buying all the toilet paper and shit. Yeah. Uh, 
And then, um, yeah, then it just started getting even like kind of a little scary, you know, like uh, Guam started having their like instances of coronavirus, you know, like patients and uh, you when I was out there, United just cut all like 30% of all their international flights, you know, so I was getting worried. I was like, yo, last thing I want to be is stuck here in the fighter house, yep. you know, away from my family with all events canceled, you know what I mean? Yep. yep. My wife and I were talking and we were saying how, uh, man, let's stick this out. Just, just, let's just stay posted and just get ready to mobilize. You know what I mean? If anything, but man, let's stick to the plan and let's, let's get this fight going. Uh, then it, the gym was forced to close. Um, everything was forced to close. A lot of uh, non-essentials were forced to close where I booked my ticket, yep. packed my bags and left the next day back home. And even at that, the travel here was freaking crazy. I had to fly through, uh, I, I didn't go through, I didn't want to go through like Japan or yep. Asia. Yep. So I went through Hawaii and even at that, it was just so eerie man like traveling at that time was so weird like one person would cough from afar and everyone would be like and everyone's like looking <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was it was wild dude it was wild uh yeah. yeah i mean and then uh it was cool because at right when i got home that's when it kind of like started to just even get Escalating. a little more serious yep. Yep. started to escalate yeah yep. and uh so glad that, that that we that we made this decision then um, just sucks, man, for for everyone, you know? Man, it sucks yep. for me, sucks for you, sucks for the UFC, sucks for people that are affected by corona, you know? Like, I heard uh, Rose Namajunas had family members pass from, yeah. from, the, from the virus. You know, so, you know, we're all suffering, right? But, uh, you know, a lot, like, some more than others. So it's just kind of just such a bummer. Yeah, I mean, no one anticipated something like this to happen and like first and foremost is the health of people right anything that yeah. causes people to die at this at this rate is that but like beyond that you have the economies crumbling people losing their jobs uh yeah it's a very very scary time like a very interesting time yeah so how, yeah, so, so, yeah go on yeah so, so yeah so even at that so when i got home you know i still uh was very optimistic and was you know i mean you know training also i was Always, I'm always trying to try to stay active, right? But I was I was working out and training with the intent of the fight with Alan Patrick still happening, you know? Yep. Because yep. uh, and then uh, you you know all the other fights were being were were being uh, postponed, but Dana was just adamant about uh, the Tony the Tony fight, you know, the yep. Tony Khabib fight. Tifana, and then yep. when yeah, and then that started crumbling, and then when they got the call from ESPN and Disney, then it was just kind of, that kind of put the stamp on it, like okay, okay, shit, just kind of got real. Um, let me just eat some freaking ice cream and drink some beer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so at the moment, fair to say that you 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 still are keeping in shape, but just maybe a little bit more lax than it would be if if, if it was all systems go, obviously. Uh, yeah. Uh, Actually, man, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to pick it up. Like I did a hard circuit yesterday because, you know, I was talking to my manager and I, I just, I feel like uh, this is a perfect opportunity to, 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 to jump back in. You know what I mean? Because I know, I know for a fact that the UFC has, they have a certain amount of contractual fights that they have to go with do. ESPN. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Otherwise, they're not going to get their funding, right? Correct. Like, it's like yep. 700 plus million or yep. some shit like that. Yep. 
they'll so, need to they'll need to crank it literally as soon as yeah, they get out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so 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 from what we're hearing, you know, they're going to be throwing shows Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. You know, or even or even or even more. You know, uh, and I think that would be um, what an opportunity for us to, to to take fights. You know, so so like now I'm kind of like going on Instagram searching like who like who can I fight? You know, like I could probably take some some uh, some some short notice fights at 170. You know, against guys that are not so big that are yeah. 50 fivers, but you know don't really want to cut weight or whatever. I don't know. You know, so yeah. just keep them option. It'll be it's it's, it's, it's uh. I'm, I'm like finding excitement and I'm kind of getting excited during this time. Yeah, right. So so that process that you just talked about in terms of, of looking at people in a slightly higher weight classes, in, in a normal situation, would you actually even engage in that or is it just because of what's happening now? Uh, more so just what's happening now, yeah, you know? Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and more so, more so because uh, I see that there's an opportunity, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm still able because I, I, you know, from what they're saying, they're going to be throwing them at the apex. I mean, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen next month. Right. You don't, but, yeah. but, but just staying ready. Like I'm, I'm going to be in an opportunity to be able to make it out there and to fight, you know? Yeah. So that's, uh, that's good versus, versus, versus a lot of international fighters, you know, someone from, from the UK or from Brazil or from 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 uh, you know more parts of Asia, you know, so like this is like an opportunity for be an opportunity for me. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So quarantine, um, what does a day in the life of quarantine look like, and what are you doing? Like, I've obviously seen some interesting training methods that you're using that you'd only do when you're in, stuck in an island. Um, and what are you doing? I guess in addition to physically, mentally, like how are you, how are you keeping that shop? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you, if you follow me on Instagram at Frank, the crank or my YouTube channel, uh, you know, just Frank, the crank, I don't even FB Camacho. I don't even know my YouTube channel, but yeah, if you just follow me online, yeah. you know, you'll see like, uh, well, first of all, I'm a huge Rocky fan. My second son's name's Rocky, you know? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, this is like Rocky four, you know, I feel like I'm Rocky and Rocky four, just <laughs> training for Drago, like just straight, outside barn style lifting rocks lifting wheelbarrows running wheelbarrows you know and yeah. anything though you know like aside from all of that being fun and, and just you know i just kind of feel like uh i feel like a madman <laughs> yeah. um it's it's cool because like i'm, I'm really you know, i said this in a couple of interviews before is that i'm really working on the internal versus the external you know yeah. um what do you mean by that I, uh camp camp the past few years has just been very kind of Kind of like the like very monotonous, you know. Very just, I go there and I drill, I do what coach says, and then I go home and then I relax because I'm fucking beat, and then I go back to class again at, at night and do my shrinkage, whatever, right? But yep. but now it's like I feel like I'm back to how it was when I first started, uh, going on YouTube, uh, going online, watching fights, taking notes on fights, wondering why so and so is doing this. Texting my coach, bothering his ass at night. Like, coach, why is why is uh, so? So I'm I'm, uh, I'm this huge Marat Gregorian. Uh, 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 you know who Marat Gregorian is? He's from, no. he's a he's he's a lightweight champ in glory. Yep. Okay. Monster dude. I think he's lightweight champion. Yeah, but monster. So he he's a he, he's he's a very he's a very good pressure style. Uh, good cardio and kind of like a like I'm like oh I want to fight like that guy. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, and very, just very physical, very strong. Um, you know, so I'm like, I'm, I'm just 
texting coach, hey coach, what do you think about this? What is he doing here? What is he doing that? You know, so like I'm, I'm like falling in love with this part of of training again, you know, like I'm yep. forced to do this. Like I'm, I'm catching myself, you know, after, during camp, I'm, I'm trying to play games after training sessions. I'm like fucking beat, you know, but now I'm like, I'm like watching fights and just taking notes on how different things that I could do on my back right outside, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so it's good. And, and it's forcing me to get creative with my, my workouts and with my training and with my whatever. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm messaging teammates online. Like, man how did you oh this is a this is a sick workout you know like are there any variation you know so it's uh it's cool it's different you know maybe that's what that's what's uh, so exciting about it you know what I mean? and also too like I, I like to look at the cup uh half full so yeah. it's kind of kind of a way for me to just practice something that that i haven't really practiced or worked on before yeah no it makes sense um how are you engaging with different sort of hobbies like uh, you obviously are, are deep into photography is, is is that playing a part as well uh, oh I've, I've always been i've you know I, I i love taking photos i love making like shooting video my wife's a filmmaker you know so she's she's the one that kind of like she puts it all together she's she's a storyteller yeah uh if anything what i've been doing is you know doing a lot of stuff outside but uh carpentry like, so yeah. before the the, the, the full-on lockdown, I hit up my friend, he, uh, or my, I hit up my cousin. Yeah. Uh, he works for a company that has a lot of, like, pallets. So I rolled up with a freaking trailer, and I grabbed a bunch, and I'm, like, just making, like, benches and whatever. I freaking suck. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, <laughs> that's a whole other skill, dude. Yeah. It's a whole other skill. Yeah, nice one. You got to do different things to keep the mind minded bay i guess yeah yeah for sure so i'm like i'm like carpentry play with the boys we are to work train eat you know so i'm trying to stay away from the refrigerator as much as i can yeah yeah <laughs> i found that i've actually started eating better while being at home like because you've got to, you're forced to cook everything right dude so check this out yeah so my my son just had his uh he had his he just turned four and he just had his four-year-old like his four-year-old like physical checkup or whatever right so i went I went and I was talking to the pediatrician. Is that what the kid doctors are called? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I was talking to well, a bit. I talked to the doctor, and he was, and I was like, "Yeah, doc, you know, sometimes, you know, I was just making a joke. I was like, yeah, uh, man, how are you doing, dude? Like, is uh, you know, do you, are you making more trips to the refrigerator? You know, since you, since you, if you're would be, like when you're at home. Yeah. And he he said that actually, you know, what's kind of funny is that. Uh, there's three kids that have been telling their parents that they have to start losing weight because they're just way super overweight. Yeah. They've all come home. Uh, they've all got checked up and they're all losing weight. Yeah. And right. I was like, ah, interesting. Yeah. Cause they're, they're eating, they're eating more wholesome foods. They're yep. eating home cooked foods and they're not eating, you know, like processed, uh, fast food, you know? So it's kind of cool. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And they're probably outside playing more, you know? Yep. Yep. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think it, it's interesting. I've I've seen. I, I was listening to Joe Rogan and and he, he was chatting with Brendan, and they were saying that how it's obviously terrible what's happening, but it's brought a new appreciation for little things such as going for a walk and exercising. You see people going out to just want to do stuff like that, which you didn't necessarily see that appreciation before. Yeah, you know, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of crazy. Like, how makes you kind of question. 
how we've uh, we've evolved to the type of lifestyle that we're all kind of pursuing, you know, like the the, the hustle and bustle rat race yep. versus now we're kind of forced to kind of stay and really enjoy kind of life. I mean, yeah, people, you know, like we're, we're a lot of people are suffering, you know, furloughed, no jobs, you know, can't buy food. But I mean, uh, you know, it's just trying to find the, the positives in there, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Mentally, you kind of got to be tough. And at the end of the day, like if you have a job, if you have good prospects, you have a healthy family, that's it. Like everything else is a plus. Yeah, absolutely. So, mate, let's let's assume that the fight with Alan is going. Obviously, we don't know the time. Uh, Interesting character. Like you've obviously done a fair amount of research from now. Tall, lanky. uh, A lot of these fights seems to go to the decision he's got that capoeira background so that 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 those fancy those fancy hips um yeah. what are your thoughts on him as a as a fighter and how do you think you you match up with him so first off when we when we when we uh when i saw that christos got injured right yeah i was like dude let's take this fight i asked coach let's what he, what he thought is like yeah let's do it yeah and i was watching his fights and i, t- I was like yo this guy is a freak bro this guy's doing backflips with the weigh-ins like this yeah. guy is super athletic you know? yes. like He's a wild man. Yeah. He's a wild man. You know, but I, I, I was talking to coach and, you know, we're just, he's just saying like, yo, just, just stick to your, stick to your game, make him fight your pace and fight your game and just, yep. just stay in his face. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Just keep the pressure. And then, and then of course we had techniques to, to, to approach it, but it was kind of like, yo, this is going to be fun. You know what I mean? Like, yep. like he's going to come guns blazing, you know? Yeah. Yep. And, uh, wh- whether, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna bring the fight to him. You know what I mean? So it's gonna be kind of one of those things. Yep. Yep. So I think, yeah, like uh, he, he has a strong record. He's been in the UFC for a while, but I think due to injuries, he hasn't been as active as he's, he'd probably yeah. like to be. But the Holtzman fight, obviously, there's a, is a good template there in terms of forward pressure, chopping 100%. the legs. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the Holtzman fight was a perfect, perfect, uh, you know, I'm sure he's gonna make adjustments, right? Of course. But I mean, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like that's, that's the, that was the template. You know what I mean? Hmm. You know, Holzman, Holzman is very strong, very physical, you know, so like he can, he, he, Holzman probably does a lot of uh, different things and he does it better than, than I do, but I feel like I do a lot of other things better than Holzman too, you know? So that's, that's kind of like where, where the, the interesting part of the game kind of happens, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's just kind of like, like, I was just thinking like, yo man, okay, just, just don't don't fuck up Frank in the first like two minutes. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. gonna be so dangerous in the first yeah. two minutes, the first half of the round. You know. Yeah. But just just high guard, just keep my guard up. You know, yep. and just don't get freaking head kicked. <laughs> yeah, with guys like that, you, you just you just don't know what's happening, right? Yeah. Yeah. So interestingly enough, when you explained like the opportunity, how how you you leapt on your manager and said, "Put me in, coach. Put me in." Did did you actually? research patrick a little bit or was it just like there's an opportunity now now is the time to strike kind of vibes uh yeah kind of like mm. yeah kind of like and more so more so um oh opportunity what do you think coach what do you think yeah jason yeah and then it was kind of like yeah let's do it and then okay then uh, then uh, then i'll start pouring uh effort into to, to watching a guy you know I've seen him before. I've seen him before, but I just know he hasn't fought in like so long. I think that's why. Yep. Yep. So his last fight was in the Khabib and Connor card, right? Like. Yes. Yeah, but that, prior to that, it was it was it was a while. Yeah. I know he fought. He fought similar guys. You know, he fought uh, Demir Hadzovic. Yep. yep. Who who is someone that I really want to fight? Yep. Uh, 
Demir Hansvik. He also fought Damon Brown. Yep, he fought. Um, yeah, so you know, it's and so it's a it's a. It was a, good, it was a good matchup, I think. You know, and, and an opportunity to, to to beat a guy with a really good record. Yep, yep, yep. How, how important do you think? Well, obviously records do do matter in that, but uh, you're you're only as good as your last fight, right? Like to yeah. to a, to a degree, like recency bias has an important there. Do you think that like a, a couple of wins, granted the lightweight division is stacked, will will hold you in better stead? <coughs> Say one more time. Do you feel like a couple of, of, of wins is, is is enough to get strong momentum in, in this stack sort of white card? Like, is, is how hard is momentum in, in in the UFC? Yeah, you know, I think I I, I think it's, you know, and, and just on that W on the on the W side, you know, like man, I've uh, you know, like looking at the guys that I fought, it's kind of cool. Like for me, like personally, it's just it's kind of cool. Like the guys that I fought, you know, like uh. Like, um, all of the, I mean, everyone in the UFC, they're not, no, no one, no one's chumps, you know what I mean? But yeah. like, like it's, it's kind of cool. It's nice to see like the, the matchups that the UFC has me fighting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although my last performance with Benio White kind of freaking sucked on my end, yeah. but, uh, it was, it was something just something that, that, uh, that I needed so that I could, you know, move on to, to, to my next fights, you know, but man, a couple wins. And more so, my thing, man, is is man, to get these stoppages. You know, like I don't, I don't like fucking going through. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. you know. But and and I'm totally capable of stopping guys. You know. Yep. yep. And um, you know, maybe it's like you know, like we, like we spoke about before. It's uh, it's like my greatest strength, but it's also in my early on in my career. But it, it could probably be my greatest weakness. You know. So that's something that we've been working on, and yep. and I just can't wait to to. To stop guys and just climb the ranks, you know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. Yesterday, mate, I was I was watching a bit of some old Ultimate Fighter clips, and I, uh, you know, I went back to to Carwin and Nelson and, and saw the babyface Frank days there, and <laughs> <laughs> the starry eyes into the camera. Uh, not not much has changed, mate. You still got the looks. Um, Neil Magny as your first fight. Imagine that one. Uh, there, yeah, uh, yeah, like it's just it's just full circle. Do you ever like pinch yourself and allow yourself to reminisce back on those sort of days in terms of the journey, or does that does that even not even come to play? Um, you know, uh, actually, I'm gonna go back after this uh, after after this interview and, and watch the new magnified. Like, yeah. dude, like, so and after the new magnified, yo, I was I got super depressed, bro. Like, I was like. Fuck! I fucked up. This was my opportunity to get into the UFC. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Uh, went through went through a whole spill there. But and then and then I uh, because dude in the dude that fight was just wild, bro. Because first time in you know fighting, I think it was at the Mandalay Bay. Yeah, it was filmed in the Mandalay Bay. You know, yeah. I was walking. Oh shit, bro, dude! This is where Tito Ortiz fought. You know, this is you know this is this is the place. Yeah, and then. I just remember I was like I saw I saw Carwin and I saw Big Country and I yeah. saw Dana on the side and I was like, yo, man, I wanna show these guys what's up, man. Yeah, I'm a small welterweight, whatever. I don't care, dude. I'm freaking show these guys what's up. I I ran off the bat through big left hook, freaking I think I well, I broke my hand on that left hook, I hit him on the top of the head. Yep. And I started pounding him. I took him down, and then I ended up mounting him. 
I had my head and arm choke. Yeah. It was there. And I let it go, dude, because I was yeah. like, I want to show these guys. I started pounding, I pounding, I pounding. So if you watch this fight, I, like I got to do like a video commentary on it. Yeah. He turns over. Yeah. Rear naked choke was there. Yeah. I let go and I was like, F this, dude. I'm going to show I want him to get a stoppage. I want to be exciting. You know, it's yeah. the ultimate fighter, dude. It's the Craig's first debut, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then Neil Magny, being the freaking tough freaking mofo that he is yeah he did what he did to hector lombard he did what he did to kevin gasoline he did he did <laughs> he did yeah. that to me yeah and the uh i just remember sitting down in the second after the first round i was like oh yeah i got this guy i got this guy i just need one more round of this and then because yeah. you know you fight twice and then you know two rounds and then you went two rounds and you got right. right yeah yeah i just sat down in the first round i was like oh my god can't fucking feel my arms. Adrenaline dump. Yep. So then I just took I just took my uh my ass whooping in the second round and the third round. Yeah. But yeah, so you know, like coming to see his climb, I was like, I was like, oh shit, okay. You know, like like okay, I mean I could have I could have, you know, could have, would have, should have done all these things, but um man, right on, dude. He's you know, he was no chump, he was a freaking he's a dude. Fuck, and then his last performance was crazy. Yep. That was a very impressive comeback fight. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it, it's amazing how how things ripple. But yeah, I think you 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 fought a f very fairly stacked card in terms of the, the individuals you fought. So it's it's definitely a good test. Yeah, so, and then so, yeah, and then like and then like my UFC debut, uh, like on, on ten days notice yeah. against the Leech. Man, that was a good fight. Yeah, you know, like that was a fun fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mate, speaking to, to the COVID stuff, so you're you're obviously a dad. You've you've got a family with young kids. Obviously, like it, it, there's a lot of uh, people fall into two camps in that there's admiration in terms of what Dana White's doing. Uh, I personally wanted like the, the the individual in me, the fight fan, wants to see fights. But but what do you feel personally about like the, the stance of the UFC trying to have events? In, in a situ era of a pandemic, given that like most of the major sports organizations are, are, are holding firm? Like, what, what are your thoughts on it? Um, I think, uh, I, you know, I, I think the UFC, Dana, and, you know, and, you know, they're not, they're not dumb, you know, like yeah. I was, I was in total support. I mean, you know, I was getting messages too about, hey, you know, just think about, just think about taking fights and, because you know it might be a bad on your image or whatever but at the same time i was just making sure for me safety is for is key right yes is key. the ufc is very very the the type of sport that we're in is very different compared to the nba or the olympics yeah. the olympics you need a lot of people to come you know the nba you need a lot of people to participate not even just to play the game like everyone a part of it and then they make their money yeah to officiate it, and then also to you need the crowd to support you know yeah yep. you'll see man you just need a referee a court you know and two guys three guys yep. you know what i mean and i'm you know i was sure that the testing was going to be on point um you know all the protocols are going to be on point there's going to be no crowd and and i was i was all in for it you know and as long as everyone was uh, you know, taking the right, proper precautions. If anything, I just wanted to see how UFC 249 was going to turn out. Yep. Then it was going to be like, okay, do this, you know, let's do it. Yep. It, it would set basically the template of what things would look like moving forward. Yeah, 100%. And I just, and I feel like we're, we're, uh, 
we're in a very good situation with, you know, with the type of sport that we have, right? Yep. You know, that we can do these kind of things. Yep, yep. So the UFC Fight Island, mate, do, do you know where it is? Is, is it in Guam? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that post of me climbing a coconut tree and I was like, yeah, I think I see the Fight Island right there. Instagram and like the whole social media having a town day on that one, it just doesn't seem real. Like the thought of fighting in an island. That would be kind of cool. I mean, I, I really don't know how or what or how they're doing it, but man, I wish I knew where it was, you know? Yeah, yeah. What's the communication? Like, obviously, when UFC 249, they had like the the issues that the Khabib had seemed like a bit of a communication uh, breakdown there, but obviously the world was shifting so quickly like you can't really blame any one sort of person in in that particular example but is the ufc quite formal in its communication or at the moment is it quite a lot of hearsay hearsay like you don't know necessarily what's happening until it it does you, you know uh there yeah we're kind of like like if anything my a lot of my uh a lot of a lot of the information that I get is from Reddit, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and and of course, and then if I have like any questions, I go through my manager. And I think fifty-fifty with information, you know, being being um, uh, you know, being open with with all the other fighters or whatever. But I just when I'm pulling this up, I just got an email. Yep. Uh, where is it? I missed it this morning, or I don't know if it was this morning. Hold on. Mm. Oh, it's anyway. It was like a. It was like an email from from the UFC saying that Dana was gonna get on and uh, and just kind of like um, or he, he was he was just gonna send us you know talk to us about a message and just kind of like give us an update with the whole COVID and I'm not yeah. too sure you know um, probably probably no like news or whatever maybe just to kind of just check up on everyone you know hopefully hopefully you know some some good news you know what I mean absolutely absolutely and what are your thoughts on the rumored like mega event which basically seems to me like ufc 249 extended into to may 9th with like the, the card looks really stacked that one dude that that thing looks freaking i can't as a fan i can't wait to freaking see that thing you know yeah yeah no but you know at, at the same time it's like i'm seeing people like man i just we just don't know right the uncertainty yeah. i just, just don't want to have expectations um, but at the same time, like if it does happen, yep. hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he should just not tell anyone. And two days or one day, that's it. it it's happening. <laughs> yeah. And just like, boom, you that's know? That's it. Because what do you got to do? To buy a pay-per-view is relatively easy, right? You just yeah. go in, log in, and you buy it. People are definitely going to do it. Uh, you don't necessarily need to plan it. But I think the UFC is very used to like the, the promotional period. And that's half the hype as well uh, to, to sell a fight. But that'll be interesting. Yeah, everyone's stuck at home, man. Everyone's on their phone. Absolutely. There's nothing else to do. Yeah. Awesome, Frank. Well, look, it's always a pleasure to chat to you, mate. Like, I think, uh, as I said, firstly, great energy, great guy. We wish you best in, in your next sort of fight. And uh, let, let's keep in touch, mate. It's a, it's a big world, but it's a very small world now with technology. I think that's the great thing that I've, I've noticed, like, we're kind of set up these days to be able to have conversations like this. And it, and it's nice to see the, the human side of people, much less the fighting side as well. Oh, yeah. No, no, for sure, man. And, and thanks for always having me, brother. Hell yeah. I'm super, super stoked all, all the time. And you're right, man. Keeping just keeping everyone connected somehow, some way and making making the use of social media and technology uh, the best positive way, right? In a positive way, in a positive manner. Yeah. Awesome. Well. 
Thanks, Frank. Thanks for your time. Chat soon. Yes. Thank you, brother.